This season on three things, we're zoning in on one theme, peak performance. What does it take to achieve greatness? How do you maintain it? And how do you continually find areas to improve in every area of your life? People are driven by different things. To me, the great peak performers out there are the people that are driven by this notion of there's always another gear. There's always a way to get better. It's two people, 20 minutes, and three things with Rick Elias. Last week, we heard what it takes to lead a team from Carolina Panthers head coach Ron Rivera. This week, we've got two of the Panthers star players themselves. Luke Keekley and Christian McCaffrey have some intense training rituals, which include medical testing, measuring their sleep, and apparently eating a lot of pork stew. Just kidding, it takes way more than soup to achieve greatness, but more on that later. This is Three Things with Rick Elias. Well, Luke, Christian, welcome to Three Things. I've been looking forward to today for a long time. You two are two of my favorite athletes, and you know, being in Charlotte, this is a real treat, so welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, let's get right into it. We have a, a, a lot of roster changes this year. We, we, we're losing Thomas Davis. You know, we're losing Khalil. You know, tell us about the upcoming season and the changes we made and how are you feeling about it? Well, I think it'll be interesting. Anytime you lose franchise players like Ryan and Thomas and you can kind of even put Pep in that category, it's, it's a shakeup. Guys look for, for who to lead when, when those guys – move on and and it's a difficult time but I think it, it provides an opportunity for new guys to step up and lead and that's just kind of how it goes but you, you can't replace a guy like Ryan on offense a guy that's been there you can you can feel when he's in the game and you can feel when he's not in the game and Thomas is the same way a guy that brings energy and juice and the real competitive spirit to our side of the ball and and, and Pep's just a guy that first bout Hall of Famer that you can just look to for guidance and and it's unfortunate that you lose those guys but then at the end of the day it does provide an opportunity and a space for people to step up and lead and hopefully we can get that who are you looking to lead this year we got some young guys one of them's in the room right now um you're gonna need a new voice on offense and and you know you got ryan or i'm sorry you got cam you got greg and christian's a guy that's that's young and he's got he's got the juice now to do it you played your rookie year had a good rookie year you played your second year you were the best running backs in the nfl you do everything right, you have an opportunity to lead. And that's one thing I think about leaders is is you don't put yourself as a leader. You don't say, I'm the leader, follow me. You got to go by example. You got to set the right tone. And people have to look to you and want to follow you. Because everybody can say, look at me, look at me, do it this way, do it that way. But if people see you not doing it the correct way, they're they're not willing to follow you. And Christian's done it, everything right the past the past two years. And, and for him, whenever it's right, if it's this year, if it's next year, um, he can be that guy. I'll tell you what, it, it made it easy having, you know, guys like Luke, guys like Khalil, guys like TD and Greg and uh, and Pep. You know, coming in as a rookie, I couldn't imagine, a, you know, a better group of leaders uh, on another team. You know, so uh, I don't want to say easy because it was definitely a tough transition, but you had a lot of, you know, I would say pros to look up to. And guys like that are easy to rally behind and, e you know, easy to follow. So, I think it's one of the best organizations, and they, they take pride on, on you know, drafting guys with, with high character and keeping guys with high character. And, you know, kind of like Luke said, it is tough when you see those guys go, but you just hope that the next guy up, you know, learn from, learn from the legends. So, Christian, when, uh, when the season ended, we were chatting, and you're like, oh, I got so much to work on, and, you know, I got to go work on a bunch of stuff. You just had a remarkable second season uh, and then to have that attitude, where does that come from? Uh, and, and what are you trying to get better next year? Well, I think, you know, like anything, uh, 
I mean, there's a reason why you're so successful. You're always learning mm-hmm. and uh, always trying to get better. And that's that's the same in football. You know, mm-hmm. you're never you're never peaked. You know, there's always something. Right. And uh, and that's part of the game that I've fallen in love with the training aspect and the off season and you know you know it gets redundant but like eating correctly and sleep like that's that's part of it because you can really feel yourself getting better and and that's like a powerful thing i think when when you really feel yourself getting better and uh you know you look back on the film and nobody's ever played a perfect game right and uh no one ever will so that's kind of the unless you're luke uh, (laughs) i love it christian when was the first time you got hit by luke you're like oh that's not pleasant i try not to hit him too much i'll tell you what that's part of one of the things i respect most he's an unbelievable practice player i've been with some bad practice players in my life and guys that taking low shots on you during practice or doing luke's luke's the best around um but he'll let you know he's there i'll never forget first outside zone i got during camp I remember this play too. I'm used to getting the ball, right? You know, reading it out. What do I see? Boom! Make a cut. Go. I, I Luke could have took the handoff. He was there so fast. I think it blocked. It was one of those best. things where, you know, I was like, I mean, I understand. You know, he's Luke Keekley, but somebody's got to get him, or else I'm dead. Right. And uh, no, it was one of the fastest things I've ever seen in my life. Somebody get to the ball and. The thing about him is he's athletically better than everyone. Yeah. Uh, most of the people, everybody at his position, and uh, but also the smartest. So that's right. I mean, there's a reason why he's he's the best in the league. So, but it makes I mean, I tell you what, it makes it fun to play against and always trying to trying to compete with that. You know, it makes makes you elevate your game. Five years after you retire. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, what are you doing? What am I doing five years? You know, it's interesting. We've we've talked about this yeah, yeah. and. It's it it becomes clear as time progresses, but I still I still 100% don't know. I I do know there's going to be a fishing guide. Yeah, right? I think so. The perfect so, world so. I would the perfect world <laughs> I would do that. World be a fishing guide. But I think like the competitive aspect in me, I would need to do something that that provides value, and I think I need to would just as as myself, and I know myself, I need to prove to myself that I'm valuable in something other than football. Because I feel like after after I f- finished playing football, I could get a job, you know, coaching or doing something like that. I feel like that would be easy, but I don't think it'd be a challenge. Right. And I think, you know, my whole life I've revolved my whole life about around playing football, whether it's training or, or getting ready for the season or the season itself, that whenever I decide to do something new, it's going to be the complete opposite of football. You know, for me, football's always been – been easy but i'd like to challenge myself in a sector that's different than football and i think you know you asked me a a couple years ago what it would be i would have said i don't know but as times progress i got a couple more years left to play i think that vision becomes clearer and clearer as time progresses and i need to do something to provide myself with that that value that i'm valuable in, in an aspect other than football I don't I think, know what that is yet, though. Well, I told you, uh, the cube next to mine is empty waiting yeah. for you. It has your name oh, on gosh. it, you know, another be getting, four years. I'd be getting people donuts. <laughs> you know, we get to compete. Yeah. We get to be a part of a team. We, I still got to beat you in bowling. That was the first time you ever took me here. Is, you're like, you want to go bowling? I'm like, sure. Like, I'll go bowl. And then you bowl a strike, and you start talking, like, junk to my face. I'm like, all right, this dude's cool. Like, I got to hang out with this guy. Classic. So I, I still owe you one on that. Let's pivot from here. Let's talk a little bit about nutrition. Yeah, uh, I, I think is is it's a science that you know all you know professional athletes above all have tried to really understand. Tell us, 
you know, I know, Luke, I know a little bit about yours. So tell us a little bit more about how you think about nutrition and, and how you're getting better at nutrition. So what what we've what I've started to try to do is you take a blood test at the end of the season, um, and it gives you an idea of what to eat, what not to eat, maybe what you're deficient at. Gives you, you know, vitamin deficiencies, which allow you to you know feel better, digest food better. Me and Christian were just talking about before I walked in about he had taken one and it talked about how he digests protein slowly, or he can he can talk about more about that, but. Right now, for me, is it's all about gaining weight because after the season, I lose, I lose quite a bit of weight. Just what are you at now? I'm at two thirty. And what so do you got to play 30, at? 35. You got to gain five pounds. Five pounds. Uh, so. Give me a weekend. I'm very yeah, right. <laughs> so, so the thing that I've that I've found about it's it's all about timing during the week yeah. or during the day. So you know, you wake up, you got to eat your breakfast, and there's certain ratios between you know carbs and fats and proteins that yeah. you got to get dialed in. And then after workout, I think the most critical time for me is, is when you know you drink your protein shake. But then I think it's like an hour to an hour and a half after your workout. You got to get something else in your body because yeah. your muscles in your body are all, is looking for something to feed yeah. what is what has just happened during the workout. Your muscles are breaking down. You know you need to put something in so it can continue to roll. And that's one thing I didn't have to worry about as much in college. But as I've unfortunately gotten older I you realize how much more important it is and eating on a normal schedule is 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 super important and I've found with myself that the cleaner I eat the more difficult it is to put weight on but I've found that that weight that I do put on is more beneficial it's it's leaner weight it's it it it, it doesn't slow you down as much and I just generally feel better so um it's the blood test is quite interesting because we you know I started doing it back in the year of the Super Bowl and you cut certain things out and you don't really believe in it. But then when you look back on the season, you realize like, wow, like right. that's the best I've ever felt. And it's because of, you know, vitamin supplement supplementation and then cutting out certain foods that lead to inflammation that will slow you down um, during the week. I have a confession to make. Yeah. So you were here, I don't know, a year and a half ago and, and, uh, and we were talking about this and you had like a three page report. Yeah. So I, I figure out a way to go do the same test. Yeah. And I like a twelve page report. Oh gosh. <laughs> maybe I guess maybe you got something wrong with me. No, I got a lot of issues. You were clean. Good. <laughs> but actually it's very, very interesting. Christian nutrition. What what is it similar? Yeah, yeah. So I will do I'll do two or three blood tests a year. Uh and it's it's very detailed. You know, this is these are your sensitivities, these are your actual allergies. Uh, you know, the, this is what your body consumes well. You know, I'll do like a, a sleep test and see, you know, how how my body's digesting food during sleep. You know, am I getting enough REM sleep? All, yeah. all you know, all the, all the different stuff. All these tests are all, uh, you know, based pretty much on nutrition. And uh, I've learned, you know, I started eating, trying to eat clean, really after my rookie year. I always did eat clean, but but really after my rookie year, um, I I started to. So what really would you eat today? What, what, what's today? Well, today uh, I'm not training, so I right. wake up and I'll have a uh, bunch of water. Right. I'll have uh, like a like a non-sugar drink, like right. a like a protein. Right. Non like no sugar. I try to do like no sugar, no like taste, no, no gluten, no dairy, all that. Right. So I don't, and then I'll do uh, uh, you know, like some some egg whites and some spinach and then i'll eat like a few hours later three or four hours later all right 
I'll have, you know, like a pork stew with tomatoes Ugh. or whatever. <laughs> It's good, though. It's good. It's not very good. <laughs> it's Colorado. Pork stew. It sounds <laughs> like we're like it's good. It's like potato pork. famine in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, it's bomb. Pota- it's good potato famine. No, it's good. And, uh, for dinner, I'll pork have like... Stew? Pork stew? Pork stew. terrible. That's the yeah. best thing you got? Oh. That's all I have. But I, I, have, I have a guy who cooks it because I, I can't cook. And, and I just said... I was gonna send it all. These guys, these guys make fun of me during the season because I bring my meals and stuff on a waitress. They all go to dinner. Dude, they get they that get breakfast you have for away meals doesn't look very good. What no, is it? What is it? I mean, it's normal breakfast food. It just looks like it. It shouldn't be. Well, the best part though is like you have to have them go heat it up. The people at the hotel. Yeah. Sometimes they don't heat it up all the way, and you gotta no. send it back, and they get all like. Well, what it, what is in the breakfast? I mean, it's just your. It's the problem. Here's why. What's in it? it I don't so even bad. know if you know what's in it's it. Like, <laughs> it's like it's potato. Like it'll be like some hash browns, some sausages, maybe a little bacon. Is this there. like the family secret? The problem is, it's like it's gluten free. Like everything's like right. very like right. healthy, so it's not going to taste as good as. You know, oh, the, I mean, the, sausage is just gluten free as it is. It's well, like no, a protein. I'm talking the, the potato. You're talking about the potatoes are the, are the ones that look bad. The potatoes don't look great. I won't lie to you. All what right, look, look, would you try his and when breakfast you, you'll meal? Ha- you'll have yeah, a I mean, I'm down to try anything. I mean, you'll have a blueberry pancake in there, right? And, and sometimes it'll get like caught with the potatoes, and so then the potatoes come out, and there's a little bit blue on it. It's them, just like, like it's, a tr- it's like a tray of like yeah. mush, it's like dog food. Yeah, so whatever it's whatever he's eating, it's working. But I don't know. I'm down to so taste. Did you make that the night before? So no, someone makes it for you. No, your guy yeah. makes it, or that yeah, morning. He makes it and he sh- he ships it out from from Colorado. And uh, I honestly like I didn't want to do I this. I think we got to the secret of Christian here. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to do it. And then I, I'm not kidding though. I started eating healthy. Whatever you did this past year, just do it again. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm not eating your food, so I don't care what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some are better than others, I'll tell you that. But I, I did. I start. I I recover easier. I start feeling better. Maybe I need I to start doing it. Let's talk about sleep for a second. That's something that I I have been studying very very hard um, <clears throat> because I, I a friend of mine thinks is the key to everything. And I now have a ring that I wear every night to sleep, and I track lots and lots of stuff uh, while I sleep. Do you guys? do that as well as sleep something that you guys study i don't i don't necessarily study it but i understand what i need um how much i need to be Mm. in in good shape and i know what time i have to go to bed during the season so when i wake up i'm ready to rock and for me it's like if i can get a little bit over if i can get like eight and a half right i don't know what what scientifically that says but i wake up and i feel the best if i get any more than if i get like more than eight and a half there's like a little window in there that works. Then I wake up and I'm fatigued. And I think it has the stuff I've read is that your body sleeps in cycles. Right. And if you can wake up at the end of it, is it the end of a cycle? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of a cycle, your body naturally is ready to go. Mm-hmm. But versus if you wake up in the middle of a cycle, your body isn't quite ready to wake up. It still wants to sleep. That's when you get that groggy feeling and it takes you longer to wake up. That's the understanding that I have. And I think you sleep in like four-hour segments. Is that what it is? It, it, everybody's different. That's yeah. why this thing shows you the cycles. Like the ring will show you your heart rate. It will show your body temperature. It will show all the things. And when are you in deep sleep and REM sleep and yeah. light sleep? How many times do you wake up? All these different things. It's uh, By the way, I, I'm going to give you both the ring as a gift for being here today. Oh, How do yeah, you I'm can down try it out. There you go. I like being cold when I sleep too. I like cold 
a cold That's room. Not me. Do, do you? Do you <laughs> you're bunched up. You're Colorado. You're yeah. bunched up. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. What uh, is, What is your sleep? Uh, kind of like Luke. I mean, I I I'll like. Uh, I've never had a problem sleeping. Right. It's like easy for me. I take naps all the time, but. Uh, I learned too, like just if you get on, if, when I get on like a consistent regimen where I'm sleeping, I'm going to bed at the same time every night, you know, I end up just waking up on my own naturally. Like I, I don't, can't, it's yeah. hard for me to sleep past like 8.15 now. Like it's, it's, I, my body just like wakes up. On the weekends, I'll sleep in a little longer if, you know, right, if I don't right. have to wake up to train and everything. But uh, I've never really had a, had an issue sleeping. It's easy for me to fall asleep. But I, I have learned that, you know your body recovers most during REM sleep so if you can maximize your REM sleep and and there's you know supplements out there that help you do that there's you know i guess there's i haven't done them but there's like breathing techniques and stuff yeah. i mean there's a yeah, whole yeah, bunch yeah. of research out right, there with right. different stuff you can do as far as maximizing the amount of REM sleep so you're not tossing and turning and you know i think that's that's the most you recover is is then so once again nutrition and sleep probably the biggest things for biggest things recovery Last question. Um, so when you retire, what are the three words you want people to say about you? I think you, uh, three words. I think it'd be tough to put in three words, but I think you want to be, you want to be remembered as a good teammate. Guy that gave great effort all the time and somebody that you could, that, that they could rely on. And I think that's for me what be the biggest thing is somebody that people enjoy playing with could count on them and when something needed to happen they were able to make that play it's not three words but i like it yeah christian sucks for you go second you want to play to rise them i second that gritty you know somebody just did it the right way you know right and uh luke's an example of that we got a lot of guys on our team that are example of that, but somebody who uh and i'll never forget actually luke gave me three pieces of advice when i was a rookie you know he was driving around the city and i was asking him you know what it's the biggest piece of advice you got for me. Right. Uh, this was the day after dr I got drafted, and he's like, "Be nice to everybody, uh, work really hard, and have fun." And and so if I can be remembered as somebody who did those three things, I think that's kind of the standard. <laughs> Listen, I I could do this forever. Uh, you guys are such class acts. We as Charlotte are so lucky to have both of you in our city as not football players but as citizens and as human beings and as really as role models for all of us so thank you have a great season let's go get that super bowl right. so we need so i'll be there partying with you cool <laughs> thank you guys thank you luke and thank you christian my two favorite nfl players of all time here are the three things i learned as it relates to peak performance number one you never reach the top even these athletes at the top top of their games are constantly looking to get better. Peak performers are never satisfied and they are a perfect example of that. Number two is the idea that we should strive to be a world-class practice player. There's an old saying, practice makes perfect, but that is not true. Only perfect practice makes perfect. And number three is the concept of treating our bodies like our business. With the advancements on understanding nutrition, sleep, and everything that has to do with peak performance, we all must make a commitment to go down this path. Not just extreme athletes, but every single professional has the ability to elevate their game by learning more about these topics. If you're enjoying the Three Things Podcast, let us know. Be sure to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And be sure to check out additional content, videos, and more at our blog, threethings.redventures.com. Thanks for listening.